listeners to Let's Have a Session. Sit back and enjoy the cast. When you're driving your vehicle and the time comes that you have to present your identification, your insurance, your registration, isn't it troubling to go searching through your glove compartment or your middle console just to get that information? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore. The SOS kit provides you the ability to make it easier to provide and present that identification and information. The SOS kit, it stands for Stand on Safety. Once you endorse this product, you stand on safety. Once you invest in this product, you're beginning to save our souls. The SOS kit, Stand on Safety. The SOSkit.com. What's up, everybody? It's your boy. We're back. Let's have a session. It's August 17th. What has transpired? Whew. Let me tell you. If you don't know, you're about to find out. We're, we first start off with where we left off. I know it's been a while. My apologies. We're going to start off with the NBA Finals. Yeah, so it happened uh, a month ago. And let me just say, it ain't old news. The Milwaukee Bucks came from an 0-2 deficit against the Phoenix Suns and took the finals. I mean, what a performance. I got to give it to the whole organization. Uh, I think it was 30 plus years since their last since their uh, last time that they've met, that they won the finals. I think if I recall correctly, it was in the 70s. And thank not thankfully, but tenacity with fortitude with with hunger the Milwaukee Bucks are the 2021 NBA champions big shout out to their MVP who is amongst a small group and I mean small group meaning less than a handful Giannis, the Greek Titan, Atanakumbo. Now, I know most of you have heard, uh, remember sports analysts refer to him as the Greek Freak. No, I'm sorry. After what I saw, that man is a Titan amongst men. And phenomenal job he did. He is one of three players. One of them, one of those other three players, being Michael Jordan, who has the who has the ability to say that not only is he an NBA Finals MVP, he is also an NBA MVP, and he's also a Defensive Player of the Year. Only three people have had this uh, recognition to have these three. These three um, achievements. There we go. That's the word I was looking for. (laughs) One of them being Michael Jordan. None of them being LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Steph Curry, even the late, great Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. So Giannis is is on a platform of his own. Okay. And much respect to Giannis 
and the entire or Milwaukee Bucks organization for accomplishing a tremendous, tremendous feat coming 0-2, and not just the finals, and uh, they also did it even in the, in the conference finals. They were down, and they came back. So I want to start off with tipping my hat off and giving much respect and love to the Milwaukee Bucks organization. I'm also going to give it to the Phoenix Suns because the Phoenix Suns, they also deserve an applause for just for literally in the West. It, it's not that easy. I'm sorry. We, those of you who are basketball fans and uh, those of you that don't really pay attention to it, uh, the Western Conference is one is the toughest conference. Eastern Conference is tough, but Western Conference usually has the the teams that perform not better, but they they have the more uh, serious uh, serious contenders. Let's just say, let's go with that. So, Phoenix Suns, I I, I know for a fact you're you're not excuse me you're not done. You're coming back. But the Milwaukee Bucks, congratulations. You guys deserve it. You held it down. And to be quite frank with y'all, you guys deserve it. And, I'm, and, and I want to put y'all uh, with another team that they were fighting to get there, and they finally did, the Toronto Raptors. And so not to say you guys are, are the same, but it's good to see teams that have made it to the playoffs. They've made it. Uh, as a contender, and they've been a uh, a team that was um, that was looked as a championship contend contender, and throughout throughout several years, not not, uh, not several years, but throughout the past, uh, and to achieve it today, you guys are definitely you guys are definitely uh, deserve that, and I'm very happy for the Milwaukee Bucks. You guys swept Miami. It hurt me when I saw it, and I ain't gonna lie. There was a moment that I wanted you guys to lose because I was bitter. But no matter what, you guys deserve it. You, the organization deserves it. The fans deserve it. And enjoy, enjoy. And I wish you the best of luck next season. Um, it's uh, for those of you that have been paying attention to the free agency. Teams are making moves so that way, not only do they stop Milwaukee, but they they are able to achieve what it is Milwaukee just recently achieved. Um, let's get into the let's get uh, before we uh, let's get into the free agency. Let's let's do it now. Let's, since I already brought it up, I'm not going to go in too deep into it, but I'm going to say that uh, the biggest moves that were made was uh, in my mind, obviously with Miami, <laughs> Kyle Lowry. Welcome to Miami, sir. We uh we definitely we definitely need a player of your tenacity, a player of your intelligence, and a player with your hunger. Uh, followed by PJ Tucker. I was really hoping we picked you up last year, uh, but Milwaukee they must have read <laughs> they must have read the playbook and saw that you were a guy that that is definitely definitely uh, needed because you're a dog PJ PJ Tucker and 
I'm glad I'm glad uh, you're with Miami. Markeith Morris, he's also with Miami. Welcome, sir. I've always I've always uh, enjoyed both Morris brothers. I felt they're both uh, they're both hungry players that can be a great uh, support to our to to not just our team but uh, to the team that they played for prior to and um he's but both brothers are they're dogs those are guys that if they play aggressive and you take it the wrong way both pj tucker and markeith morris they're not they're not going to step down they're you want to step in their face know that they're not going to back down um we Miami re-signed Duncan Robinson, so I knew that I knew that was a, a, a not a not a mandatory uh, goal for Miami, but it was definitely something that Miami wanted to attain. Um, Victor Oladipo, he's staying with Miami. I wish him the best in, uh, with getting healthy. Uh, he is a great player. I enjoyed watching him with Orlando, uh, Indiana. He had some great games. Um, I don't think I got to see him play with Houston, but uh, I do know that 100% healthy, he is a player that can be very, very useful, and it and it can definitely help a team achieve. So, uh, welcome. Los Angeles Lakers, they traded to the Washington Wizards. Uh, a few players, I think it was Catavius uh, Caldwell-Pope, Kyle Kuzma, uh, and I forgot, I think it was one more player for uh, Los Angeles native, Russell Westbrook. So LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, that's a pretty uh, big thing. Uh, they also acquired, uh, not through trades, but they signed uh, Carmelo Anthony, uh, Trevor Reza. Uh, they picked up Dwight Howard, uh, for, and that's a, uh, that's a player that they won the championship uh not this past season, the season prior, the bubble season. And uh, so they're definitely making moves. Uh, Eric Bledsoe was traded to the Los Angeles Clippers. That's not a free agency uh, uh, notification, but it's something that obviously the Los Angeles Clippers, I'm sorry, I think I said Lakers, the Los Angeles Clippers wanted to make sure that they uh, stepped up on in their own way for the team to be a contender. So Reggie Jackson, he's staying. Kawhi Leonard, we all knew was going to stay, and now Eric Bledsoe is with the team. So looks good. Clippers are looking like they're stepping. They're 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 going to continue being a contender in the Western Conference, just like the Lakers. Uh, Phoenix, they uh, resigned, not resigned, but they definitely gave Chris Paul the contract that he deserved, and uh, they picked up uh, they picked up a big name. I forgot who they picked up, but. They have the same team there, so expect Phoenix Suns to still be a contender as they were this past season. The uh, Golden State Warriors, they uh, they didn't really pick up anybody, but you know, Clay Thompson is back. Steph Curry, who just came off an incredible uh, season, being the uh, being the high scorer. Uh, Golden State, you know, they, they won a championship without Kevin Durant, so expect them to be a contender. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is no longer with the San Antonio Spurs. He went to the Chicago Bulls, so Chicago Bulls are definitely 
making moves to be a better team to make the playoffs and see what they can do in the playoffs. I feel like uh, they're missing uh, more of a veteran type of mind frame in the, in that situation, but you never know. They may, you know, the hunger may take over. So we'll see how that goes for them. Uh, there's there's a few more, and I think we'll we'll get into that. Uh, we're gonna get into that more when the season is upcoming. Um, I want I want to get the sports out the way because I uh, w- uh, not that I want to get the sports out the way because football is coming. Uh, football's already here. Football's already here. We're in the preseason. All right, and I'm very excited. I'm a fantasy football uh, kind of guy, so I'm very excited with that. Uh, preseason is underway, and I think we're in week two. We're, we're, we're in week two right now, and I'm excited. I'm excited. Uh, we get to see these rookies from the NFL draft. We get to see them play. We get to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who won, who just came off a Super Bowl win with Tom Seven Rings Brady. Yeah, that's right. Tom Seven Rings. Seven Rings Brady. That's what I'm calling and uh, you know I'm, I'm excited I'm so excited for this um, usually I have the crew with me to talk about this but uh, not not for this day uh, today but I, I know I'm gonna get them I know I'm gonna get them in the future uh, hopefully I can get it before the season because I kind of want to I kind of want to do like how these uh, fantasy football so-called experts not saying they're not experts but just because they put that title on them um, I don't feel like anybody's a fantasy football expert. And let me, let me for those of you that don't know what fantasy football is, fantasy football is where you and a group of people, whether you're friends with them or if you just met them online, you join a league, and the league can have anywhere from eight members to 12 to 14. And you select players that are in the NFL, active players, and you roster them for your own team to compete against the other members in that league. Um, standard leagues usually have one quarterback in the active roster, one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one kicker, one defense, and usually anywhere from four to six bench spots. And the bench spots obviously are players that you would substitute should a player be injured or if it happens to be a bye week in the NFL, bye week meaning the team is not playing, they they get a, they get a week they get a, that week off. So, in most of these leagues, you would uh, you, when you do your draft, you're selecting uh, these players, and you want to make sure that you're getting the best of the best. And it's obviously you can't select a, the same player that somebody else selected, so you're going based off who's available. So, uh, I'm very excited for this, um, and uh, I kind of want to do my opinion on, not to say who to draft if you ever do a fantasy football league, but it's just who who, who looks to be a candidate to have a breakout season that could help you win your fantasy football league. Now, there's no guarantee, because there's injuries, uh, there's... Uh, with COVID out there, you know, there's some players that don't want to take the vaccine and it's their choice. They, they, you know, they, they, they have, they, they have the right, they have the right to decide if they want to or not. So a lot of factors can take in 
with with a player and if you roster them you know you never know what the outcome may be so you're pretty much going based off what you've seen and what you hope to see now um, in fantasy football there's also auction drafts now the difference between auction drafts and a standard live draft or I'm sorry standard snake draft is in an auction draft when you are selecting when you're selecting a player so when a draft happens it's almost like the draft in the NFL it's one team after the other one two three four five six seven eight nine ten however many teams are on are in that league now in a regular snake draft the first team that's up would select the player that they want and that's that player's rostered uh, then the number two the number three number four all the way down to however many people are in the league and then the next round it would go in reverse so for example let's say you got 10 people in the league you go from one to ten in round one round two ten to one okay and then back to one to ten for round three and then round four you, you continue that same method in an auction league you have a set budget and in this budget you the, we're gonna go back to the first team selects the player that they would like however it doesn't guarantee that they get that they roster this player because it's an auction so the player is pretty much put on is put up for auction highest bid wins here's the thing if you have a hundred dollars and the and the players on the uh, that is selected that's a player you really want you waste the full hundred dollars yeah you're probably you get the player but guess what now you have no more money to get these other players so you have to be wise with your money um, sometimes because the player is so uh, badass you kind of you go over your budget for example Pat Mahomes is a great quarterback uh, Kansas City obviously believes that they wouldn't they gave him a 10 million dollar uh, 10 million 10 year contract that's who he's pretty much set for life so if you if your budget for him was thirty dollars but you really wanted him so you spent forty dollars you got him but now you have to be now you have to be wiser with the rest of the money that you have to fill the rest of your lineup and not just your lineup but also your bench too because remember you have it's about 16 rounds and it's 16 rounds of you rostering players to create your team so in an auction draft it's very not difficult but it's very you have to pay attention pay attention to your money pay attention to what players you feel you should roster that are gonna help you achieve which is what everybody wants to achieve and that's to win um, some leagues are free uh, other leagues they have a cash prize and there are other leagues that have a cash prize with another prize such as a trophy a, a championship belt or a championship ring it's it, it's really just up to the the commissioner of that league and the, there's 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 platforms that give you that ability where so let's just say yahoo or nfl.com that they'll take care of it you just need to join and pay that's it and uh, you know if, if if you're interested in doing that you should it's fun 
it's fun. But if you have never done it, do it freely first. Get used to it so that way you can then, I would say, become your own expert to go into that, uh, go into those cash leagues or prize leagues, whichever one you want to do. There's also a keeper league. Now, in the keeper league, and, and I'm actually starting my first one this year, a keeper league is where you you select you you roster your, your players and at the end of the season you're pretty much going to lose half of the players that you've rostered you select which ones you're ready you're you're okay with dropping and the other eight the other the other half you you still keep for the following season and instead of next year's draft having 16 rounds it's only eight rounds because you already have eight players you, you if you if you catch what i'm saying you get about 16 players so uh you just pretty much gotta fill in the empty slots so that's a draft keeper league uh, that one not to say is as uh in depth when it comes to having to you know budget as you would in an auction draft but you do want to make sure that you're not dropping players that can that have potential to obviously play long for for a longer time frame than the players that are soon to retire uh for example tom brady tom brady is i think he's almost 45 years old so if you were in a keeper league yeah you pick up tom brady because he's great but do you really want to keep him whereas a player like lamar jackson who's younger baltimore's definitely trying to solidify him i think they already have i'm sorry that's somebody that you want to keep because next year you don't have to worry about a quarterback. You already got the quarterback situated, so now you can focus on other players that you feel are going to have that breakout season next next season. So uh, that's that's kind of the gist of fantasy football. And I wanted uh, with my crew, um, some of them, some of them aren't really fantasy football uh, savvy, but uh, there are some. But there are there's a group of us that we we love it. We we listen to these so-called experts we don't necessarily take what they say for granted we more just respect the information and we use it to decide on our end what we want to do so we that's pretty much what what i would like us to do just you know give you guys some feedback on our end with regards to players that are you know we're not going to talk about you know pat mahomes you want to pick him first round no 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 we, we want to just talk about players that we feel are going to have a big a big year and we feel in those players that we feel may not given certain reasons so we're going to dive into it and um we're going to you know we're going to get back on we're going to get back into creating more sessions uh you know we just we just gotta, you know, pick the time that we can get, uh, we can get everybody together. That's all it really is. So we're gonna definitely knock in, knock that out the park. Um, with that out the way, let's get into what I really want to talk about, which is Marvel and DC. This is this is a passion of mine right here. I I collect comic books. I have, I want to say almost almost a thousand comic books, mainly Marvel. I have some DC. Not to say I'm not a DC fan. I am a DC fan, but I'm more drawn to Marvel. Uh, one of my favorite, favorite li uh, comic series is the Age of Apocalypse X-Men. I just, for some reason, as a kid, it drew me more because of the story. 
one of the one of the the the, the stories in that story is Cyclops and Wolverine. Now, for those of you that are very uh, nerdy, I'm going to use that word, <laughs> very nerdy when it comes to comic books, you should know that Scott Summers, Cyclops, and James Howlett, Wolverine, they're not BFFs. They're, 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 they're you know, they're, they're cool, but they're not like, they're not like uh, Goku and Vegeta. For those of my for my anime fans or Sasuke and uh, and Naruto for uh, my my anime fans out there my 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 anime listeners fans sorry um, in Age of Apocalypse story Wolverine and Cyclops pretty much have a argument where Wolverine takes out one of Cyclops's eyes and Cyclops with his optic beam takes off one of uh, Wolverine's hands so almost like that an eye for an eye uh, situation but it's really an eye for a hand yeah I'm gonna put a pin in that so um, I- I'm a big comic book collector I love it and uh, when it comes to Marvel and DC I'm always uh, excited for the live action or even the animated movies that they come out with DC their live action films, I'm not gonna lie, I'm kind of like, eh, it's 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 up in the air. I think the Dark Knight, the Batman Begins, the Dark Knight, the Dark Knight Rises, uh, man, that that's probably my, my favorite right there. Um, the Dark Knight, Christian Bale as Batman, Heath Ledger as Joker, rest in peace, Heath Ledger. Man, you, that that, yeah, that's probably one of my top five right there um but other projects that dc have put out started to lose me um i feel like their direction needs to be worked on but that's just my opinion they have good movies but they have more movies where we kind of feel like they went in the wrong direction for example justice league now for those of you that saw justice league there's two versions there's the Zack snyder version and then there's the other version the that came out prior to Zack Snyder um, I feel like that is a prime example of where DC is not they're not doing what they should be doing and they should really focus on how to keep it DC and not try to and this is just my opinion not trying to be a copycat to MCU Ju- Justice League was the Zack Snyder cut was phenomenal I think they should have stuck with that. Uh, I liked, I liked that movie a lot more than Justice League. But Justice League itself was okay. It just wasn't. It didn't grab me. Batman in uh, Batman versus Superman was a whole lot better than the Batman in Justice League. Not the Zack Snyder because the Zack Snyder cut is still the same, but uh, the Zack Snyder cut just had a few had a few more deleted scenes that uh, shouldn't have been deleted. However, uh, overall DC they have some good films, but they they don't really necessarily have great films whereas MCU Marvel Cinematic Universe they do um, when they started off with Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. I was already hooked I mean I, I've, I've seen Robert Downey Jr. in a few projects but seeing him as Iron Man I I was convinced that they picked the right person because as, as a Marvel fan you kind of wonder who can fit that 
character of Tony Stark. And when they picked Robert Downey Jr. and I saw him, I psh, nailed it. And then Chris Evans playing as Captain America, nailed it. Chris Hemsworth playing as Thor. I'm sorry. I And the thing is, I, I did not know about Chris Hemsworth prior to that and nailed it. Uh, Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk. Now, for those of you that are aware, Edward Norton was the Hulk uh, in The Incredible Hulk, and he was not reprising his role, and look it up, you'll find out why. I'm not going to get into that. So Mark Ruffalo took that helm. He became the Hulk. Nailed it. Scarlett Johansson, Black Widow, nailed it. Uh, Jeremy Renner, Hawkeye, nailed it. Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. People, they they nailed it on that one right there. So um, overall, MCU, yeah, they don't. They may not have uh, the the full library of masterpieces, but they definitely have shown that the direction that they're going in, they're 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 continuing to drop jaws. Your jaw drops once you see the what it is that they're pushing out. Um, so DC, uh, they, they recently, um, came out with, uh, the new Suicide Squad directed by James Gunn, who did Guardians of the Galaxy. It was good. I think it was better than the first one. And I'm not saying it was better than the first one because the first one sucked. Uh, I, I think it was better because I think the bad guy was better. Uh, I didn't, I wasn't really a fan of Enchantress being the main villain in the first one. Uh, but Star of the Conqueror in the second one, I thought that was cool. I, I thought they, they actually gave the members of the Suicide Squad a villain that they can be looked as heroes rather than the villains that they are. So I thought that was cool. Um, Wonder Woman 84 that came out prior to, it, it, it wasn't as good as Wonder Woman, for the first one. But it, whatever, it was all right. Uh, in the words of... of uh, Mr. Pascal, who is uh, who's in the movie, it was good, but it could be better. That's pretty much my, my take on that. Um, the upcoming projects: Shazam Two, Aquaman Two, uh, the new Batman. Uh, that you know, I'm I'm interested. I'm I'm gonna watch it, and I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna watch their content. I'm just hoping that they get their stuff together. All right, so I'm I'm done with DC. Let's go. Let's get into MCU. Now, as you know from this pandemic, things were shut down after Endgame. Uh, we all cried because Tony Stark officially retired. Robert Downey Jr. He is no longer. <sighs> he's no longer Tony Stark. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay, all right. Uh, Chris Evans, he, you know he was old. He's he was old at the end of it. Oh man, Whew. Okay, all right. Pull yourself together, Nicholas. Uh, Chris Evans, Robert Downey Jr. They pretty much finished their iconic roles as Tony Stark and Captain America, and I feel like nobody can ever, ever play that part. It's like almost like Heath Ledger is the best Joker. So don't ever, Jared Leto, you did, you tried, but don't ever do that again. Uh, don't ever, don't, don't replace MCU, don't replace 
uh, Iron Man, don't replace Captain Rogers. Don't do it. So after Endgame, uh, we kind of went on a on a big gap of like what what what's the next thing? But in 2021, guess what happens? We get WandaVision, which I will say started the year off with a bang. Uh, they did a great job with WandaVision. If you haven't seen it, I I can't even say it. I highly recommend. I need you to stop what you're doing right now. If you're listening to this, turn it off and put on Disney Plus and watch WandaVision. And if you don't have Disney Plus, find a friend. Find a friend. I'm talking about go to Starbucks, get you a venti, and ask people, do you have Disney Plus? Can I borrow your password? I need to watch WandaVision. I'm dead ass. Okay? Uh, WandaVision was a great startup. I feel that... Uh, Elizabeth Olsen, she fits that character, and just like I've said uh, earlier, MCU nailed it, making her Scarlet Witch. It was great. Uh, Paul Bettany as Vision, nailed it. Um, or rather, Jarvis than Vision, nailed it. Um, it was great. I uh, Monica Rumbeau. I'm sorry if I can't pronounce her. I've seen her in a few. I've seen her in a few projects. She's great actor they just mcu's whole insight or their 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 vision on on these huh vision get it uh with these projects is just phenomenal i highly recommend people to watch wandavision if you haven't seen it i don't want to spoil it i'm not going to get into it uh i i feel like there's a bit there's another time another place to get into it uh after wandavision we had falcon the winter soldier i think sebastian stands we played uh, Bucky Barnes, aka Winter Soldier, and Anthony Mackie, who played Sam Wilson, aka Falcon. I think the connection between those two is phenomenal. My favorite scene between those two is in Civil War, where Captain America, Chris Evans, he meets up with Agent Carter, and he's getting the equipment back from her, so that way they can get ready to go to the airport to fight uh, uh, Tony Stark's team. And they kiss, or actually, before they kiss, Bucky asks uh, Sam, could you move the seat up? And with a straight, stern face, no. So Bucky just moves to the side. But then the kiss scene happens, and because of the relationship that Steve Rogers has with Sam Wilson from Captain America 2, um, Winter Soldier, and of course the relationship that um, Steve Rogers has with Bucky Barnes, growing up with him in New York in the '30s. After he busts, the, after he has that kiss with Agent Carter, he looks at the card to, to see the reaction from Sam and Bucky, and they both simultaneously smile, little smirk, smile, and nod, and you, it's almost you can read their minds where they're like, "Oh yeah, that's right." Good job. So, my favorite scene, my my, my, my favorite scene between those two. Uh, so they so they had their series, and it was a great it was great. I like I like the flag smashers. I really thought Baron Zemo was gonna be the bad guy, and to see that the flag smashers were the bad, I, I thought it was cool. Um, the, the 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 character who played the the actor, sorry, who played U.S. Agent, who happens to be Kurt Russell's son. I forgot his name, but he is Kurt Russell's son. I have confirmed this. Phenomenal actor. I, 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 it's when you can play a character that fans can 
dislike, but not dislike like they, oh, I hate that guy, I hate that guy, but like, like, oh my God, he is like, he's so, ugh, he just bothers me. That's a good actor right there. That's a good actor. And then, and, and to see how his character in that show evolved, I thought it was, I, I thought they did a great job with U.S. Agent. Um, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch. You gotta watch all of it. You gotta watch WandaVision. You gotta watch Falcon and Winter Soldier. You gotta watch Loki. Loki just set the tone for where MCU is going. And if you haven't seen Loki, you have a problem. You need to go see a therapist and you need to talk about this because there is something wrong with you if you have not seen Loki. I mean, Tom Hiddleston is is phenomenal. Okay, and Loki is just awesome. So when you put Tom Hiddleston as Loki, you're just come on, all right. Let's let's let all right. Seriously, if you're listening to this now, you have not watched WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Loki. I need you to stop, and I need you to get your life together and go watch it, please. Like, what is wrong with you? I digress. Uh, Loki Loki set the tone because uh, the new main villain that will. I'm not sure if it's going to be the Avengers, but for the MCU, for the, the, the group that they're going to assemble, haha, see what I did there, um, is going to be Kang the Conqueror. And if you don't know who Kang the Conqueror is, look it up on Wikipedia. It's free. All right? I'm not going to get into that. So MCU, they're killing it. Uh, Black Widow, the movie, I felt it was good. Uh, obviously, when you watch the movie, and if you haven't watched the movie, again, something is wrong with you. You need to really do something with your life if you haven't seen it. Okay, seriously. All right? It's 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 thirty bucks on the on the on the on the Disney premiere, and I mean you get it for life. So you know do do something with your life. All right, that's the model for this. All right, do something with your life. Um, they this it takes place after Civil War uh, and prior to Infinity War. So uh, it's a good story for Black Widow. Um, she deserves it. Scarlett Johansson's character, Black Widow, definitely deserves it. She was an iconic role in the Avengers, Age of Old, uh, Avengers One, Age of Ultron, Infinity War, and Endgame. So I'm glad she got, and she was in Captain America too, and she was in Iron Man too. So yeah, she she definitely does, and she was in Civil War. Yeah, so she N Natasha Romanoff, aka Black Widow, she definitely deserved her own film, and I'm glad she got it. So it was a good film. I definitely recommend you watch it again. Do something with your life, and. Uh, the upcoming movie is Shang Chi and the Ten Rings. Everybody's going ape off, uh, ape shit off this movie, so I can't wait to watch it. Uh, I mean, there's some doubters, but I look at it like this: when you see the content, like even their, even the MCU's movies that weren't necessarily awesome, like you know, t ten stars, you know, that they, they, I mean, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I can't really think of a movie that wasn't that wasn't five star plus you know what i mean like if you had to go from one to five end game was 10 civil uh civil war was nine winter soldier was nine uh iron man one two one and two was a one was was definitely a nine two I, i'd give it you know with 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 uh with the direction that they went, I I give it a, a high eight. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about we're just going from one to five. And you see where I'm going with this? So I don't see any movies that weren't necessarily low grade. I think there obviously there's some that didn't meet up to other movies, but that's just because 
you know, when like for example, Ant Man. Ant Man will never amount up to Iron Man one, Captain America one, Thor one because Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Ant Man is a great character, but I mean, you, you get you get where I'm going from. Where I'm coming from. So, uh, Shang Chi's up next. After that is Eternals, and they're gonna end the year with Spider Man Far From Home. Wow, it's great. Uh, as for the Disney Plus series, the shows, I uh, right now we're on the What If series. Uh, episode, the first episode came out last week. Uh, the next episode comes out tomorrow, August 18th. So definitely recommend everybody to watch it. It's just giving the What If of alternate timelines. So not the timeline that we've been watching with uh, from Iron Man to Endgame, but uh, an alternative timeline that... Uh, would would pop off should something different happen so uh definitely check that out and uh you know we hawkeye i think is going to come up uh next year i think these are next year projects uh, i usually i have a, i have a, my boy rats at iso he's more he's more intuitive when it comes to that information so uh, i'll definitely make sure i run it by him or i'll, have, I'll put him back on and, and we, we talk about it together um so yeah so that's pretty much that's pretty much the the, the gist of uh, what has transpired to what is about to happen and i'm very excited for football i'm very excited for mcu I'm kind of excited for dc well yeah yeah i'm excited for the new season of, of uh, the nba that should be starting in october and uh, you know we just finished the olympic I, I, did we finish the olympics i don't uh, yeah i think the olympics are done uh the olympics were awesome uh, i enjoy i enjoy watching the olympics because i just enjoy watching all the talent that all these countries have with their participants uh, don't get me wrong team usa you know you, you got to root for your country but to see jamaica to see france to see slovenia to see nigeria to see all these other countries come together and and put on a great performance to represent their country i think that's always awesome to see so i really enjoy just watching that um I do want to just end it with uh, something with regards to basketball, and it's about Team USA. Team USA won the gold. Congratulations, much respect. But a lot of uh, uh, there's been some chatter, rather, that uh, a comparison. Like, do any of these teams compare to the Dream Team? Let me just give my my, my, my two cents on that. There will only be one dream team. Okay. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Charles Barkley, David Robinson, Christian Latner, uh, Chris Mullen. The list goes on. That's a dream team right there. At that time, those were not just the greatest players in the NBA, but they were they, they were just a different breed. Now, don't get me wrong. When the the Team USA had Kobe Bryant, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James, and 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 the other stars at that time, I'm not saying they weren't great, but when you when the whole comparison of to the Dream Team, nah. If anything, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take something from Space Jam. They were the monsters. Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, and company. Those were the monsters, the Goon Squad. That's what I'm gonna label them as because they were, man, and and, and the other teams and the other teams that were assembled prior to and after, 
none of them can be ever compared to the to the dream team. And I don't, and that's why I don't like the whole can LeBron be compared to Jordan. I don't like those topics because no, you can't compare the two because they're two different players. First of all, Michael Jordan with one team has attained six championships. LeBron James, on the other hand, with three teams, has attained has attained four championships. I would more compare Michael Jordan to Kobe Bryant because Kobe, based off that right there. Um, but as to player feats, you know, like points, rebounds, steals, and her, okay, yeah, you can you can say that LeBron James is up there. Yeah, of course. So you could do the same thing with Kobe Bryant. You could do the same. You know, you could do the same with Kevin Durant. You could do the same with Steph Curry. However, there is no comparison. Now, if you had, if you were to ask me, hey, a prime uh, team, a dream team versus a prime uh, goon squad with Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, who would win? Oh shoot, I, I, I don't know who would win, but I would watch it. A prime LeBron James versus a prime Michael Jordan, I don't know who would win, but I'd watch it. I would like to say Jordan would win because I feel like as an offensive shooter, Jordan was the better player. But defensively, you know, LeBron has obviously more height and he has the weight. So technically, it's it's a flip. It's it's a, it's a coin flip. You, you we don't know. So I I just want to I just want to give my two cents on that because I hear it a lot and I I always see it on ESPN and other sports broadcasts. You know, always taking that moment to say hey LeBron is chasing Michael Jordan LeBron is not chasing Michael Jordan LeBron is not chasing anybody LeBron is doing his own thing LeBron is now worth a billion dollars or rather he is he has hit that platform of a billion dollars because he's not chasing anybody he's setting his own tone just like Kobe Bryant did rest in peace Kobe Bryant and 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 uh and Gigi so, as to basketball, I can't wait for it to start because I can't wait to see the Greek Titan and the Milwaukee Bucks try to attain another championship. I can't wait to see my Miami Heat do their thing because that's my team right there. And I can't wait to just see the competition that this industry, the NBA, provides for the fans. So, that's what, that's all I'm going to have. That's all I'm going to do today. Um. I I can't wait for the the next session. Hopefully, I'll have the crew, and I want to thank everybody that's listening. I wish you all a wonderful day, wonderful evening, wonderful week, wonderful month, wonderful future. And until the next session, take care.